One of the most often asked questions I've gotten as a pastor is, why? Why did they have to die? Why did they die so soon? We just laid to rest a beloved family member who was married for 54 years. Between her parents and her three siblings, so far, there's been 270 years of marriage among the five families. That's quite a legacy. With that much faithfulness, it's hard to say goodbye though. My wife and I just talked about the time that Lazarus was sick. Jesus didn't go to him. He waited for two more days until Lazarus died before he went to him. His family said, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But God always has a different plan than we do, and it's a better one. Why didn't God come and help us? Why is he allowing us to have so much pain? That's a huge question that takes a lot of building blocks to be laid down. Today, Pastor Hardika gives us an overall blueprint to help lay that foundation. We are created for God's glory, but it's a word that we don't use much anymore. But it's like living in the splendor of the stars in the sky or a brilliant sunset over the ocean waves. The aurora borealis is like God's message to us. This is what your future looks like, but for now, it's displayed against the night sky. Jesus came to earth, and he perfectly showed us the will of God. In John chapter 11, it's a very comforting thing to realize that when he came to the family of Lazarus and saw their grieving, the Bible says, Jesus wept. He is also brought to sorrow when he sees our pain. He is very aware of what we feel. But he has a plan that is far different, where he often embraces death, allows it, and then uses it to unfold the power over it. There is a why beneath the sorrow. The disciples missed the intention of Jesus. They couldn't understand why Jesus would wait until Lazarus died and then would risk his life to go to a place where they wanted to kill him. But he basically said, I have a different idea, a much better reason for doing things the way I do than men have. He would use a temporary thing like death to totally defeat it, and he would do it for us. This is so that you may see the glory of God, Jesus said. My friend, that is exactly why he does everything that he does, so that we may see and then receive the glory and triumph of God. In fact, he uses death to open our eyes. His own death on the cross is the prime example. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead that day and stunned everyone. Always remember this. The greatest glory that we are destined for must be preceded by death. A death to self, usually. Often that death shocks us into opening our eyes to give us the light of heaven itself in a very real way. God doesn't kill people, but he does use tragedy as an occasion to bring about his glory on our behalf. God allowed Lazarus to die. In fact, here's a great secret of life and death, of family and nations, of sorrow and joy. God sometimes allows things that are very hard, that he knew were going to happen, but he lets them happen anyway. He intends to turn sorrow into joy, just as he promised us in the Bible. He doesn't always keep us from sorrow. He lets us experience it, and through our embracing sorrow in the will of God, 
He creates a joy out of it. From death he created resurrection in his son, just as he turned the grieving of the funeral of Lazarus into a day of indescribable happiness. Many years ago, he taught me through total disability how to find his amazing presence that was truly not worth comparing to the sickness I was facing. Years later, when we were homeless and bankrupt, he showed me a deeper level of surrender that I had ever known, and through it, he more than restored everything and caused us to prosper completely by his hand. Jesus said to the disciples and family of Lazarus, I told you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God. There is an amazingly simple reality about faith that I want to show you, but to do it, we'll have to step back and look at the Bible as an entire forest instead of focusing on one branch on a single tree. In it, we'll see God's plan and purpose for faith in hard times. In the beginning, God created a perfect paradise for man where he would be completely blessed and would never die. But God told Adam and Eve to stay away from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He wanted to make the decisions about morality instead of letting men do it themselves. In the day that people started deciding what was good and what was evil, they would die. But here's the simple bottom line and the problem that has challenged us ever since the Garden of Eden. Man's fall and misery started and continues to this day because he didn't and still doesn't take God's word seriously. He let the devil deceive him and bring about doubt and denial about what God had actually told him. Ever since that beginning of sin, God set about to restore man from the place of the fall. Now observe carefully that the reason for the fall was not taking God's word seriously. The reason was unbelief. My wife reminded me of something I said years ago. God will take you back to the place where you failed Him, and He will keep working and bringing you back there until that gets fixed. He'll keep bringing you back to that same place. However, that place is not defined by the time you proverbially ate the fruit of self-determination, that place where you decided to lie, to steal, to cheat, or lust. He will take you and I back to the place that caused that failure, unbelief. He'll work to bring us to the place where we stop taking His Word seriously. His will is to teach us to truly trust Him. Now watch this carefully. God freely provided everything Adam and Eve needed for a life of utter blessing and dominion over all the earth. It was not because of anything that this couple did to deserve it. It was an act of God because He loved people and simply wanted to be in fellowship with them. All we had to do was take God's Word to heart. All He wanted from us was faith in Him and His Word, even when things looked tempting. Faith is not merely believing that God will do what we want Him to do. It's the power for us to do and to be what He wants us to be. When we believe, we open the door to keep His blessings. But also we are restored to where Adam and Eve failed. All throughout the Old and New Testaments, God has been using this world as a place to teach us to believe in Him when death and the deception of the devil comes to challenge us. We would never know we had unbelief unless we came face to face with a test, a trial, or a tragedy. God looks at the heart, and He allows hard times 
to cause us to look at our own hearts and find out if we have taken His Word seriously or not. Make no mistake, when we are in hard times, He weeps with us. But the disciples all thought they fully believed in Jesus when the storm came. Then it came again, and they trembled. But Jesus displayed His will to deliver them so that their faith would increase. Yet when Jesus was crucified, all the disciples fled in unbelief. They still didn't have it down that Jesus meant what he said. The heartache of death is used by God to open a window to our souls and shine a light inside. It is here that we can learn to take God's word seriously. By doing so, we can determine that death will not be for nothing. Death is going to happen, and there is a place called heaven that we can go to where there will be no more pain, sorrow, or parting. God said, The soul that sins, it shall die, yet he who believes in me shall never die. Just the body dies. We will all grieve when a loved one leaves this earth, and God will weep right along with us, but he'll go through it with us to open our eyes. If we'll take God's word seriously, we will overcome death. And though the body dies, the soul will live forever with God. If you haven't been taking him seriously and obeying him by faith, it's time to turn it around. But don't grieve over your own failure and sin like the world does. Remember, our lives are not about displaying our successes to the world or to God. They are about God establishing his success over all of our failures. As we allow the pain of this life to turn us around and lift us higher than we have ever been before. Tragedy and pain cause most people to harden their hearts towards God. But then there are others who believe in being faithful, no matter what. That's the kind of person that God can get through to. The Apostle Paul was gladly consenting to the crucifixion, before Jesus got a hold of him. But the Bible says that God saw, that although he was stubborn, he was also a faithful man. Because of that, Paul was able to take God's word seriously, and his life was turned around. Today, would be a good day to accept the faithful plan of God.